Today's swap a number is three. That's the number of candidates we have running in the second VP special election. The candidate elected for this position will serve for the remainder of the 2020 term, which will be vacated in June. The second VP serves a vital role within SWAPA, and we are lucky in that we have three candidates for the position this go-round. We sat down with Tom Bake, Tom Gasparello, and Tom McCoy, or the three Toms as we like to call them, to discuss why they've decided to run and the issues they want to bring to the forefront for the membership. I'm Amy Robinson. And I'm Kurt Heidemann. Just to let listeners know, we're trying this new format for our candidates, so bear with us in some of the differences in the way we've approached this episode. We'd also like to point out that each of the candidates have been given equal time for their views, and that those views are their own and not those of the association. So here's our interview with the second VP candidates, starting with Tom Bake. So tell us about your flying background. Well, my flying background uh, started when I was finishing up high school. And I was led into that because my father was a, an airline pilot as well. And I knew early on that that's exactly what I was going to do. There was never a question. Uh, there was never a struggle that I had of what my career would be. So that worked out well and right from uh, high school into uh, flying, and then went to flight instructing like many civilian trained pilots do. So from from flight instructing to flying Cessna 210s at night around Florida, uh, back then carrying checks and whatever else needed to be carried, and then on to the commuters, flying for United Express carrier, and then I did some non-scatter national flying all over the world, and then decided that I didn't want to continue doing that, came back to the U.S., Flew for a night freight hauler, and then eventually in November of 2000, fortunate enough to get hired by Southwest Airlines. And it's been a great uh, 20-year career with Southwest. Tom, you're currently the Baltimore rep. Have you had any other previous SWAPA experience? Well, if you consider that back when we started the iPilot program, that's originally how I kind of got involved with SWAPA. Is Mike Panabianco started the iPilot program when we were faced with the challenges of our contract, uh, the last contract. And that's what I got involved with initially, just to be the voice coming out of uh, to talk to the pilots. And uh, Mike asked me to do that, and and that's what I did. That's how I got introduced into any kind of uh, swap of work. Uh, but previous to that, I did. I was a SISM person with a previous airline, and obviously that uh, wasn't to the level that we have now uh, in the current role. But that was my earlier uh, union experience. And how long have you been the Baltimore rep and how did that happen? Well, I've been the Baltimore rep now coming up on just five years, which is unusual in our, uh, under our constitution. I was brought into SWAPA when Mike Panabianco took over the first VP position. And he had, came to me again and asked me to, to fill his seat, at least temporarily, and hoping that I would run in the fall. And I willingly did that and eventually ran in the fall and won that seat uh, full out. So I've served a year and a half of uh, the final year and a half of Mike Panabianco's term, as well as the time spent in my own terms. So three and a half years, uh, my own terms with six months left to go to the end of this year, would I be done? So Tom, what work at SWAPA were you most proud of? I am most proud of the things that nobody ever sees. Uh, the day-to-day work within the chief pilot's office and the jobs that we've been able to save uh, through that work. 
But more importantly, beyond just the jobs, uh, I'm most proud of being the person that pilots have reached out to that have had addiction issues and been able to shepherd them through the HIMS process and get them into treatment and get them back on the line as healthy flying individuals, both for them themselves as well as the health of their families. Those are things that nobody ever sees, and that's what I'm most proud of, the work I've done over the last five years, saving jobs and saving pilots and saving their families. Tell the membership why you decided to run for second VP. Well, that's an interesting question, and I've been asked that a lot. And uh, when Captain Fitting made the announcement that he would be stepping down from that position, I immediately thought, was that a position that I wanted or a position that I could do? And I began to reflect back over the last five years of service to the pilots of Baltimore and as well as to the swap of board of directors. And I realized that we had accomplished a lot in that five years, that SWAPA was vastly different than it was when I first took that seat. Of course, it all began with uh, TA-1 and the fall of TA-1, and then the rebuilding of SWAPA into what we call SWAPA 2.0. We also introduced near uh, transparent negotiations uh, with the platform, which was very unique to Southwest Airlines. We've done a lot since then with enhanced pilot services leading into contract 2020. Along the way, we've made some really tough choices and some tough decisions. And as I look forward to what this position would mean, it's, it's going to be more of the same, more tough decisions. And I felt strongly that, that I had the skills, the necessary experience to help lead on the executive level uh, to help navigate us through what we know is going to be some challenging times ahead, especially in the next six months. That's why I put my name in the hat. I feel, like, feel that that'd be the right thing to do. And so, Tom, tell the listeners uh, what makes you the best candidate for the position. You have two other uh, former SWAPA reps running for this position as well. Yes, I do. I've got two um, two other guys that are running, Captain Tom McCoy and Captain Tom Gasparilla. Both I consider friends of mine, and both are outstanding pilot advocates as well. And in fact, if either one of those two have the seat, I'm sure that they'll do a great job. Uh, why I feel that I'm the best candidate for this position is I feel that one, I have the recency of experience with SWAPA. I have been in the in the association for the last five years in a leadership position. I've been involved with all of the toughest decisions that we've had to make. In fact, all the decisions we have to make. I've been a strong pilot advocate throughout that time. So I think that those are important reasons why I'm a great candidate. Further, uh, I've worked closely in this five years with virtually every committee, every staff member, while I deal with different issues that come up in Baltimore, uh, whether it's uh, people dealing with hymns or chief pilot office issues, discipline issues. I've worked with just every single committee and staff, and I've got a great relationship with all of them. And lastly, as I just mentioned, I, I consider myself battle-tested. I mean, we've been through a lot in the last five years, and I feel strongly that, that my skills and as well as my work product and my ability to take in all the information and make sound, rational, calm decisions for the betterment of the pilots makes me a great candidate to take over this position. And finally, do you have any particular goals you would like to achieve if you are elected? I think we have to break this down into two uh, different areas. First of all, short-term goals. This position of this election is for a seven-month term. We have to look at what we are going to need to accomplish in the next seven months. 
First of all, we need to look at the budget. And as a very much a fiscally conservative person, we have to look at what our spending is going to be as well as what our income is going to be. So my short-term goal is to, is to work with the economic and financial analysis group to come up with a projection of what our income is actually going to be. We certainly want a balanced budget and we have to look at how much money we're gonna to have to spend. Secondly, then we have to go back to the budgeting side of things. Budgeting process is already underway. The committee chairs will be submitting their budget soon. And we have to align those two things. So that's the first short-term plan. Whoever is running now and wins this seat should also run in the fall and carry us into the next two years. So we're gonna to need to look at the position of the vice president, second vice president, and know what are we doing with this position? Much of the, of the work is now done by our director of finance and the work that the former secretary treasurer, now second VP would normally have done on his, his or her own is being handled by staff. And that frees up the second vice president to do one of two things. One, go part-time, which is not my preference. My preference would be to balance the load within the office. A lot of the uh, president has been a uh, telecommuting president, has a lot of things that he does that is remote. And we're, we need to now look to balance the workload between the two VPs within the office settings. We don't overburden one. I think that we can do that and, and better position the second vice president to do more work within SWAPA that is not necessarily part of the accounting process. And next we have Tom Gasparello. Tom, to start out with, tell us a little bit about your flying background. Well, I started my flying career in the Army. Uh, I was Army helicopter pilot. Uh, I got out of the Army in 1985, uh, flew helicopters for a living, and petroleum helicopters in Crescent Airways in South Florida. Managed to get a job working for Amerijet International. Uh, they wanted to get in the helicopter business, so I, I helped them do that, uh, Part 135, and then they had 730, uh, 727s, Falcon 20s, DC-3s, Cessna 401s and 2s, and a Citation. And I started flying those airplanes. And after a few years with Amerijet, I, I was hired by Carnival Airlines and flew 737s, 727s, and A300s at Carnival. And I was hired at Southwest in 1996. I've stayed in the Army Reserves for 22 years. It was eight years active, uh, 22 reserves flying helicopters, and at the end, I was flying uh, King Airs, but I was already working at Southwest when I did my King Air transition in the Army. So I have a good mix between uh, civilian and military, but Southwest doesn't really consider Army military, but it is military. Uh, that brings us up to date here. Okay. Uh, what work have you done at SWAPA previously? At SWAPA, uh, I was a uh, Orlando domicile rep for four years with Kenny Terrell and a few others. Um, after that, I was asked to start up the training committee, training and standards committee uh, by Steve Chase. I did that for three years. And then I was second vice president for four years. And since uh, the end of 18, uh, January 19, I was uh, been back on the line, flying the line uh, for the last year and a half. So, Tom, you've had a number of jobs at SWAPA. Uh, which job in particular or uh what work have you done that you're most proud of at SWAPA? Well, I'm proud of just about everything um, I did at SWAPA. I mostly enjoyed helping pilots and their families. That, that brings the most satisfaction. 
But if you look at our past, uh, the way we did business back in, everyone calls it SWAPA 1.0, which I was part of, uh, we did a lot of things in secret. And uh, myself, my fellow uh, Orlando reps and some Dallas reps, we tried our best to try to be more transparent to the membership when it came to negotiations. And we were outnumbered, so that wasn't going to happen. The, the term back then was we don't negotiate in public. And that basically happened with our last failed TA, TA1. Uh, the negotiations were done in the back room and very, very little was known from the board level. And I was the second vice president at the time. But going forward after that failed TA, I think the most proudest moment for me, and, and I would say the board in general, was that we were able to do our negotiations with full transparency via the platform and letting our pilots know exactly what we're asking for before it came out a week before the vote or the day of the vote. And I think that's the most important thing we can do going forward. Whether I'm elected or not elected, I think all of our future representatives at SWAPA need to have the transparency that, that we did while I was second vice president. Tell the membership why you decided to run this time. I, I gave it a lot of thought. And I like both Tom Bake and Tom McCoy. They're excellent reps. They have a great work ethic. There's no doubt that uh, given the opportunity, they would do a great job in any position they have at SWAPA. But with only seven months remaining in the year and the budget coming up, that's going to take up 90% of the time. And I've written four budgets, all got approved by the membership by around 80%, which was kind of unheard of uh, back in the day when I was on the board. Um, so I have the experience of writing the budgets. I've been a committee member. I've been a board member. I know how to work with committees to bring the budget back to where it needs to be. Right now, we're, we're facing a 10 to 20% pay cut across the board, maybe even more than that because of what's going on. So our budget or our income at SWAPA is going to take a big hit. And I think somebody with the experience of writing the budget needs to do it this year for next year with, with all the problems we're facing. I've worked with committees before, with the board, with the with the president to get the budget in line. And, and I think with that experience, that's what's needed right now going forward. And then right after the budget, we have fall elections and fall elections brings DOL complaints. And I've dealt with DOL complaints and there's no time really to spool up and learn how to take care of the fall elections. So this is just the, the hardest time of the year for the second vice president. And that's why I decided to step in. I don't know if I would have done it if it was a full term. I don't know if I'll run again in October or next the next term. I just felt with my experience, I could really help SWAPA and the membership by doing it now. So, Tom, you mentioned the budget. Are there any specific or particular goals you want to achieve if elected? Well, I'd like to have a balanced budget without any uh, increase in dues. I don't think right now is a good time to increase dues. And I don't know if there'll ever be a good time to increase dues. We should be able to work within 1% except during negotiations. And that's why we have a reserve fund. In addition to the, getting the budget in line and, and getting our committees, uh, getting a good budget for our committees, is we need to get back to where we communicate with the company. We have a lot of grievances right now. And the reason the grievances are mounting is because we don't communicate via bi-monthly to reduce the amount of grievances. We have to come to a point where we can talk to the company and work out some of our issues without having to do it at the negotiating table. Simple grievances that don't require SBOA should be done before uh, negotiations, not during. If we can knock a lot of those out, that would be great. Now that's not the primary job of the second vice president. 
Uh, really, the second vice president sits back and, and mostly takes care of the budget in the office. But I still have input or I did have input. And, and if I get reelected or get elected to the remaining seven months, I will I'll give the board my input on, on what I think about trying to get rid of some of these grievances through talking to the company away from the negotiating table to clean up a lot of these small grievances. It's a waste of time, effort and money. We have three attorneys on staff. We also have attorney uh, that we use outside of our staff. We're spending too much money on legal for small grievances. Tom, do you have anything else you want to add? Uh, the only thing I would add is that I have an excellent working relationship with the staff and, and with also with the committees and the committee chairman. And it takes a good working relationship this late in the game to start writing a, a comprehensive budget. You know, I know I know the players and, and I know what needs to be done. I know what our pilot group expects from us as far as, as services go and, and, and how cuts can affect those. So in this budget season, that's why I feel like I, I, that's why I jumped in. It's really to help the membership and help SWAPA. I'm doing very well on the line. I, I'm, I love flying the line, but I also love working for the membership. So that's why I, I put my name in. And our third interview today is with Tom Nicoy. Hey, Tom, go ahead and tell us about your flying background. I started back in, uh, geez, I was 17 when I started flying and uh, got all my ratings um, in uh, here in Colorado, actually, on the, on the Western Slope. I uh, got my CFI and then uh, transferred over to the University of North Dakota, where I got my, uh, I got a couple of uh, undergrad degrees there. Instructed there for a little bit and then got picked up by um, a, uh, I've actually worked for Airbus Industries, the uh, manufacturer, for a couple of years, um, and then got picked up by um, a commuter. Started flying for them uh, until about 99, 2000 time frame. Went to a regional, um, flew there until um, I came here in 2006. And then I uh, was uh, based in, uh, let's see, Oakland, uh, uh, opened Vegas in 2007. Stayed in Vegas until uh, Denver opened. I've always been a Denver commuter. Been in Denver ever since. Upgraded in uh, 2016, and uh, here we are. Tom, tell us about the work that you've done at SWAPA previously. Uh, sure. I, I started in, uh, I think it was 2013 timeframe. Um, uh, I was flying with a good friend of mine who's uh, on the SISM team and uh, um, got, got started with SISM, went through the training uh, and uh, was on the SISM team until um, I decided to run for um, uh, domicile rep here in Denver in 2014, that would have been, or 20, yeah, 14 for the 2015 um, uh, board. I got elected there, I was a domicile rep for two terms, and then uh, finished my two consecutive terms in December of uh, 18. And uh, while I was on uh, um, the board, I uh, was um, chosen by John, uh, John Weeks, and then um, by the board, really, to be on the selection committee for the uh, the new NC with Casey Murray. Went through the, uh, the Pepperdine course with them once we selected the uh, the new, what at the time, the new NC. Uh, anyways, to finish up my term, 2018, and been a base advocate here in Denver uh, ever since, just just uh, helping with uh, local representations when, when they need me. What work would you say you're most proud of at, at SWAPA? Um, really, that, that's an easy one for me because I've always said, you know, SISM was something that I wanted to do. 
and uh, being a rep some is something that I, I had to do. And uh, I think my, my work on the SISM team, um, helping um, other pilots, uh, both professionally and with personal issues, uh, has been the most rewarding for me. And um, so that, that's an easy easy answer for me. And uh, why'd you make the decision to run this time? So that, it's interesting. I um, Brian, as I think you guys here on the call know, is, is a good friend of mine. And Yeah, you mean Brian Fitting, the, the current VP. Brian Fitting, yeah. And... Um, I just, uh, it came as a shock to me when he was leaving uh, for whatever reasons, uh, personal to him. And um, I, I think that he's a great asset that, that Swapo lost. But that kind of got the, uh, the wheel started for me. Um, and uh, also being on the line for two, um, two years now, almost two years. And just being a line pilot, being out of the bunker and getting more of the possible membership. It's been kind of nice just kind of being, being out of the building at SWAPA and being a line pilot. And uh, as I've talked to a lot of friends that I, I still have, um, board members, um, staff members, and, and committee members and execs, uh, over the years I've said, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to come back and be a fixture at SWAPA just to wear a pin or, or put a sticker on my back. It just, I've always said that if I could add value, that's where I would like to come back. And with what's going on right now economically and my, my experience having gone through um, almost exactly this streamlining union during really bad economic times and, and changes that are in, inevitably coming, um, it was just a good segue. And I think I can add value. That's why I decided to throw my head in the ring. So would you run again for after this term? This term is a limited term. Would you run again? Um, yes. Yeah, so since this is a special election with about seven months left, I would um, uh, run for uh, another full term in the uh, same position for the uh, second VP. And why are you the best candidate for the position? Look, I've, I've served with um, with Gasparello and, and Bake. They're, they're great advocates, so I don't, I don't know about best man or best candidate, but I'll speak for myself, and, and uh, that is that I would want somebody in, in an elected office right now, especially with what's going on, that, that has had this, this kind of experience. Um, and um, historically, we've been kind of this, we've had this invincibility thing at uh, Southwest that, that stuff like this or changes this drastic couldn't come. And, and now it's here. It's inevitable. It's, it's coming. Things aren't going to stay business, business as usual. And, uh, and I've gone uh, through this uh, during a really, really bad economic time, as I mentioned before, a couple of questions ago having to kind of streamline internally to deal with the external threats, whether it's the economy or a contract um, or these um, fears that are out there. I would want somebody in there, whether it's the R word for recession, the C word for concession or, or the F word for furloughs or thrown, being thrown around out there. And I would want somebody in elected office that kind of sits there and draws from that, that previous experience takes a breath and deals with whatever is happening presently instead of um, working uh, based on, making decisions based on fear. And inevitably, things are going to change. And we don't know how, but but I would want somebody in there that, that has very similar experience in, in what's going on right now, uh, both dealing with internal issues at SWAPA and then external factors. And uh, I've been there and I've... I've I've, uh, I've learned. So, Tom, if you are elected, do you have any specific goals that you want to achieve while you're in the position? Um, yeah, I think we all do when we run for office, right? That it, it's uh, 
um, really uh, following Brian's footsteps and um, working together with the the executives, the, the other two execs, uh, board members, really important, um, uh, committee chairs and, and committee members, um, also staff, really, really important in streamlining SWAPA internally, um, whether it's fiscally or organizationally, and then adhering to the policy manual. That's a big one for me um, as a goal um, to adhere to the policy manual and, and do whatever we do internally based on what the policy manual um, dictates. But really, my, my goal is to be part of more of a cohesive team in, in, um, in help and facilitate changes as we've beaten a dead horse that are coming. I mean, um, business as usual isn't going to work anymore. So I want to be part of a cohesive team instead of uh, this um, polar opposite of whichever way that, that the association is going. The board has to be pretty proactive in setting guidance based on what the membership wants. And I want to be a part of that. To our candidates, we want to say thank you for taking the time to talk to us today. We appreciate their willingness to try this new format and their flexibility. And to our listeners, you should be receiving the candidates forum booklet for the second VP special election in the mail any day now. And balloting opens on May 26, so be sure to log on and cast your vote. As always, we want to hear from you, so drop us a line at com at swapa.org and let us know what you liked and what you didn't. And if you have any topic ideas for future podcasts, we'd like to know those as well. And finally, today's bonus number is 4,035. That's the total number of voters in last fall's general election. That means that less than half of the entire pilot population voted for the union's representation. As the sole bargaining unit for Southwest Airlines pilots, it's vital that the people you choose represent your views and make decisions based on your perspectives. It is your career and livelihood that they are protecting, so shouldn't you have a say? Southwest 40, 41 to right, your command. Please land, 1-3 right, Southwest 40.